10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. theory and true crime. Coming to you live from the Mistopheles Studios in Stark Bridge Radio. I try to Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Dark Fringe Radio. I am your host, Will Martinez, and, of course, my co-host, Jake Alosi. And tonight we have a very special interview with psychic media, Miss Valentina Marie. But before we get into this interview with this very special person, um, we just want to remind everybody where you can listen to the podcast and watch our show. Jay, go ahead and take that, please, if you don't mind. If you want to see these beautiful faces, you can either find us at darkfringeradio.com. You can find us on YouTube, or if you just want to hear the dulcet tones of Jay and Will, uh, you can mm-hmm. find us at any place you find a podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon, you name it, we are there, slowly taking over the world, one radio at a time. There you go. Absolutely. Jay, thank you so much for that uh, information. And uh, of course, go to our website. We have our merchandise store. I have one of our shirts on right now. As you can see, darkfringeradio.com. Go to the merchandise store. A lot of cool stuff for you guys to uh, check out and uh, and enjoy. So um, let's get into it tonight. Uh, let's get into our guest for uh, this evening. And tonight's uh, guest I've been following for a while. And she was actually born in the world's happiest country of Denmark uh, to parents uh, who are, of course, doctors. And uh, she wanted to be educated in the most beautiful, uh, of course, Alps of Switzerland and moved uh, to the most northern part of Alaska, living among the Eskimos to finish out her school years, which I definitely want to know about that. Uh, In her early 20s, a freak accident from a fall caused a very traumatic brain injury that left her nearly comatose and close to dying. Uh, That was at the beginning of, um, of course, her discovery of her unique psychic gifts. Although uh, she continued a successful modeling career in Hollywood, she knew she had a very special talent and started a discovery of her psychic and mediumistic abilities, of course. Uh, It wasn't until February of 2015 with, of course, the tragic passing of both of your parents, uh, 14 days apart from each other, uh, and losing her mother, which, of course, was your entire world. You began on this quest of, of course, trying to, um, you know, conversate with her from the other side. And uh, of course, this is such a, you know, a wonderful story. I love talking to people that have this wonderful gift and this wonderful passion uh, for, you know, communicating with the other side and helping other people. Um, You know, thousands now yearly seek out uh, Valentina's help uh, with her abilities and uh, both with the living and those that passed on, uh, even with unsolved murder cases, uh, helping to find lost loved ones and solve mystery deaths. Please welcome to Dark Fringe Radio, our guest, Mrs. Valentina Marie. 
Hey, how are you? Hi, hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. We really appreciate it. Happy to be here. Wonderful. Well, listen, um, Valentina, you have had a uh, very interesting career in life and, uh, you know, in and out of Hollywood, um, you know, with your modeling career and uh, learning about your psychic abilities. And let's get into that. You know, at the beginning, um, how did you feel when you first, you know, discovered these abilities? What were your feelings like? How did, um, was the world different in your eyes at this point? Explain that to me a little bit, if you could. Okay. So yeah, right after that, that strange accident, freak accident, basically, um, didn't really realize anything had happened other than, you know, I was going through all of it. And then when I finally was able to be, you know, leave the hospital and there were so many things wrong with my senses and temperature and everything that I was so focused on that, um, which lasted about two years. And then mm -hmm. some stuff went away and other stuff never went away. And some of it I just sort of got used to because it was just so, so bizarre. So when I started noticing, I, I actually started this little brown book I have somewhere. It's very small. But I start writing down all these things that would just come to me. And I put the date and then I put the date that it happened. And I just kind of called it, you know, in coincidences is what I named the book. And I thought, OK, this is beyond coincidence because it's starting to fill up. And there's predictions, you know, I'd hug people and say, you know, you really need to get your lungs checked. And I mean, it was just weird stuff like that. Or I, I'd see somebody, I'm like, your father's going to pass soon. And I'm like, where's this coming from? You know, <laughs> it's just all this stuff is coming to you and you're just spinning it out. And you're kind of like, what is happening to me? You know? Mm, so yeah. it, it's, it's really weird. I mean, I guess it would be likened to a superhero that maybe suddenly tried his first, he goes like this and, you know, mm -hmm. electricity or something shoots out of his hands and he's like, whoa, I've got a cloaking device, you know? So, so it's kind of like, ah, oh, I've got this superpower. What is mm -hmm. it? I don't know how to work it yet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there was a lot of just writing things down because I wasn't ready for it. And I was also busy doing Hollywood. So, um, you know, there wasn't really time for that. And in the back of everything, I was just kind of paying attention to it. But in 2010, when I went on the Queen Mary and there was a paranormal convention, that was really the turning point where the ghosts, I guess, sensed my gifts and started communicating with me and wanting to talk to me. And that was the beginning of opening up that paranormal world of like, oh, this is interesting, you know, mm -hmm. and playing with that. Mm -hmm. um, then from there, it, it, I, I probably did the paranormal for about three or four years. You know, then I was obsessed with proving ghosts exist. And mm -hmm. once I got that um, evidence, I was pretty much like, okay, now what? <laughs> like, yeah. I've got, Where do we go know, from here? Right. Yeah. Right. Goal accomplished. Yeah. Now what? So yeah. <laughs> that took that, that, that interesting turn, um, you know, spawned by my parents passing to, really use my gifts in other ways other than chasing ghosts although that is fun <laughs> mm, I just thought you know I decided I, I need to start my healing process and in in doing that I I indirectly heal myself by healing others 
and that's mm. how I get my my reward. You know. Yeah, I hear so, you. I understand. Jay, you got a question so, real quick? So, uh, the way you're describing it, um, I've always been known as like the the open minded skeptic, if you will. Um, yeah. Although when it comes to paranormal, I'm actually beyond. I'm not skeptical because uh, I have experiences that I can't explain to anybody else, uh, and so. But the way you're describing it, it seems like there's there's a couple different facets or abilities that that you've kind of come to evolve over your career. Can you kind of describe to us just some of the different abilities that you found yourself kind of going through and and some of those maybe shocking moments when you realize, oh, I can I can now do this. Now I can shoot lightning from my my fingers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you know. Even though I at the time when I finally started being a medium, I read over 50 books because I was like, nobody's here to help me. How am I going to do this? And I realized that all these books really cannot teach you much other than it's going to have personal experiences from these mediums and psychics. But at the end of the day, you're going to have to figure out your capacity and what you're good at and how to work it. So after a while, I realized I'm just reading an autobiography after, you know, autobiography, because there really is not a way. Everyone is so different and everyone has different gifts. So um, I think it started with the ghosts being able to recognize me and I would sense them. And I was like, oh, I can feel them around. They're over there in the corner, you know, so it was that. Um, then the talking started, which was weird because I'd be in oh, my boy. bed and I'd hear this <laughs> disembodied voice right next to me standing there going, hello. And I'd wake up and I'd be like, what the heck is this? Like, who's here? I can't see anyone. Yeah. Am I losing my mind? You know, there's a lot of questioning your sanity for the first half of it, you know, because yeah. you're just oh, yeah. like, you know, what's happening? Yeah. 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 And especially when you're not seeing things and you're just hearing things, it's even worse. Um, So I started to slowly develop it and and just figure it out on my own. So in the terms of the Claire's, I have all five Claire's. Um, I can remote view. um, I can do remote viewing. um, And I also have a super, super rare gift of... um, no, I forgot. Oh, <laughs> telekinesis. Um, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, which I don't sit and focus on things and move things. Things just move sometimes in my presence. Mm. Like, um, it's usually in the store. I don't know what energy I have or emotions I'm going through at the store, but things <laughs> tend to fly off the shelf in front of me. <laughs> like, just do you, you really want those sweets? That's, that's all. Yeah, I, it was bread, but it's always like in the bread it's aisle. The carbs, the carbs. Connection is with the bread. Um, and then I, I, I usually break glasses right off of my face. Like I'll be wearing glasses and all of a sudden it just goes and the lens pops wow. out. So I have a bag of like seven pairs of glasses <laughs> and with the date on it, on a piece of tape, because I'm like, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out, you know, am I angry when this happens? What's the temperature inside? You know, I go into that researcher mode where I'm like, what is this? Because I'm kind of skeptic too. I'm like the skeptic believer. And I'm like, what's happening? I need to figure out how to control it. Because I, I don't know when it happens. It just happens. Right. And, and it's, you know, it's one of those weird things. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, I, I can it. understand. Yeah, again, uh, I've, I've had a few of those experiences, and and I always kind of walk away. And I'm like, I, I think I know, but I don't want to know if I want to know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If I had that third eye, I'm like, no, 
No, cover. <laughs> cover, cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Valentina, um, one thing I wanted to ask you is when um, you give people readings, um, what's the process like? Um, I know there's a lot of different, uh, from a lot of the different psychics and mediums that I've spoken to over the years, um, there's different methods. Um, you know, people, you know, focus on numbers uh, or maybe a light. Um, you know, maybe they connect with another spirit, you know, that's on the other side that helps them with that. What is your method of when uh, you actually give a reading and connect with uh, somebody on the other side? Um, so I do use like five of my guides and my mother helps me on the other side too. So she, she's mm -hmm. always assisting me. Um, I used to go into like an hour of meditation and turn off the phone and all this stuff grounding and my feet in the grass and, um, I started realizing I'm using a lot of extra time in my day because time is so valuable to me. Um, I'm like, you know what, there's got to be a way to shorten it. And so I found out I didn't really need to do all that as long as I've gotten everything done. You know, my errands, I can pretty much switch tracks fairly quickly um, and just go right into it. And sometimes I've done like full on cold readings where it's just like on the spot. So there is no time to prep and I've surprised myself and actually been able to get accurate stuff. And I'm like, wow, mm -hmm. I didn't need all these little things that I was doing. So, so yeah, but I just try to be, you know, I light some incense, obviously I light my little candle. Um, I wouldn't say I'm very by the book as far as, oh, I got to do this and have this crystal and that, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. you know, I, I just kind of, um, I wouldn't say wing it, but, um, you know, it, it's, it's pretty quick most of the time there isn't, as long as my mind is just kind of turned off and focused, that's, that's about all I need. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Well, uh, Valentina, um, you know, another thing I wanted to ask, because, you know, you've been in, involved in Hollywood in all these years with, you know, famous yeah. people. Have you ever uh, been with a famous person and then all of a sudden, you know, had a maybe a cold reading all of a sudden and give them a cold reading? Well, so the entire time I modeled and acted and, and did Hollywood, um, mm -hmm. I wasn't using my gifts at all. Like there wasn't mm. even one little tiny inkling of, of it being turned on. Have mm -hmm. I read celebrities now? Yes. Am I doing, I'm actually one of my celebrity friends. She's like, I need to know about my future. Can you, I'm like, okay, <laughs> take a number. You're still going to have to wait. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I do. I, I, sometimes I don't even know they're famous until they're like, you know, then I That's look them fact. up, they leave and I'm like, holy cow, that was so-and-so from this show. And, you know, because they're very mm. low key, they don't say anything and I don't ask for information. So mm. it was funny because one, I went on and I was like, you really need a reality show. And they looked at each other and started laughing. And it wasn't until I left that they actually were on a reality show. And I was like, <laughs> why is that so funny? And I'm like, oh my God, I didn't know. I called uh, it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you called there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Jay, yeah. you have anything else? Uh, the way you're describing some of the cold reads and, and how sometimes they, they surprise you. Um, can you kind of describe how you discern the difference in the energies of the spirits or how you kind of know they're coming through? Uh, what is that experience like for you, especially now that you kind of know a little bit more what to look for and how to feel it? Um, coming through in terms of. Well, like you, you like you're having your, talk about like these cold reads and you you're talking to people like how do you discern those energies like how do you uh in that moment how how do you know how to kind of clarify what you're going through or, or the message that you're trying to get across i guess okay. okay i see 
Um, yeah, I mean, well, I'll go back to an example. I was on this date, nightmare mm. date, but <laughs> <laughs> oh no. And, I'm sitting there and I kind of told the guy what I did and I could already start sensing he's like, uh, yeah, next. <laughs> and all of a sudden I'm like, uh, your grandfather says hi. He has the same name as you. And he goes, who are you? Get out of my head. And I was oh. like, and of course I never heard from him again. <laughs> <laughs> so my mother, when she was living, she said, you know, you might just want to leave out that you're a psychic when you're trying to date guys. And I, I was like, yeah, I guess so. But that's part of me. You know, if they're already afraid of that. Maybe that's not the mm -hmm. guy for me. You know, that's this right. is me. Like, this right. is not just something I do every now and then. I mean, this is my life 24 hours a day. Um, so usually I try, like if I'm out in a setting, I try to focus on the living. And then all of a sudden some weird talking happens in my head. And I'll stop. I'll look like I'm not really paying attention to you because I'm like listening. And mm -hmm. then I'm like, and then part of my mind is going, should I tell them that? Or should I shut up? You know, so there's a lot, you know, there's one person talking to me. Then I've got my own little voice in there talking back. And then I've got a living person in front of me. So there's a lot. I mean, my brain is basically um, split into three <laughs> wow. and I have to sit and, and, and compartmentalize, you know, who's who. And not look too weird. <laughs> not skip a beat when I'm having a conversation, but all of a sudden I'm like, uh, did your so-and-so pass? And they're like, yes. I'm like, okay. So anyway, how see that? They just roll over like it's nothing. Yeah, yeah because yeah. I have to gauge people and see if it's if they're ready for the info, if it's shocking, you know, and and so it, it's kind of you know, some people, they don't want that information. So I have to sit and, and figure it out, especially if I'm picking up something with their health. I'm like, okay, should I tell them this? Well, I owe them to be the messenger, whether they want to hear it or not. You know, yeah. that's what I always tell people. I'm sorry, I'm just the messenger. You might not like what I have to say, but it's my due diligence to say it. Yeah. 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 Now, and you've, you've kind of alluded to it. Did did your connection to the other side become stronger after your mother passed? Uh, I ask this only because I've noticed my father passed five years ago or just under five years ago. And he and I had a strong bond. Uh, mm -hmm. And I've noticed since he's crossed over, uh, the signs and signals are a lot less subtle. And they're kind of like right here. So <laughs> is that something that you've experienced also? Yeah. And I think... Um... I mean, definitely my mother, it makes sense because my mother was very involved in my life. Like every day we talked for four hours, like clockwork for 18 years. Um, so we, I didn't make a move or breathe or exhale without her knowing it. You know, it was that close a relationship. She shared, we lived just, she just lived through me. And so I felt that as soon as she passed, I mean, she sent a sign through the television um, the next day. And um, after that, I realized, holy cow, she's figured out already how to communicate. This is going to be interesting. And then from that point on, the signs came. I said, okay, mom, it's time to go to work. So every day, you know, she's on board. And so I feel because she was so important in my life and integral in my life that when she passed, 
this allowed her another opportunity to continue to be in my life, but on a more spiritual level because it's limitless over there. So now she can do even more, you know? And so I love that we're just mother daughter team again and just working again and, you know, back, back again in a different way, but still, you know, inseparable. No, I get it. I, I get it. Like I said, I, I, my father and I's connection was always one. It was one everybody wanted. It was we were just best friends. Uh, and when he passed, because he wasn't really a spiritual guy, but yeah. it's been undeniable of things that have just come across. And uh, it's, um, it's really cool. Uh-oh, Valentina's picking up on something. I, can I, know, I, know. I can already see it. I already <laughs> see it. I already see it. The podcast. No, because um, so I keep looking at um jay's face because i feel at some point your father looked exactly like oh, you spitting as... image valentina yeah and then let me that's tell what you I'm out his right father now. was like a father figure to me growing up very oh, much wow. so no we've been way. friends for over 30 no yeah 30 years yeah, now almost years. yeah and spitting image his father and him i mean yeah well, that's what he's telling me so well, i'm just like because i keep looking at your face and when i when i fixate on something it's usually because they're trying to show me something so the fact that i'm fixated on your face um yeah it's, you funny. Have to... <laughs> it's what he would tell people is uh look at me now because that's what he's gonna look like when he's older yeah are you having a moment jay uh, listen, when it comes to my dad, I am I am yeah. Uh, yeah. as sensitive you're, as it no, gets. It, uh, it's okay. Yeah, it comes like, it uh, like water. It no, like he, I said, close it's, tight. Yeah. It's amazing, he's, Valentina. He's he's here watching this, okay? I know. Yeah. Not shocked. Here, oh, I'm not shocked. Probably because he knows what I do. So he's like, I'm going to sit here and I'm like, he's probably over my shoulder right now. Probably. It's unbelievable. But um, yeah, he's definitely here. Um, wow. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh oh, she's getting more. She's getting more. Never know what's going to happen when I'm yeah, on. I love um, it. Okay. Well, go ahead. Next question. <laughs> okay. Well, listen, Valentina, I mean, this is so cool. Um, because, you know, Jay's father's come through so many different ways, too. Um, yeah. He's of EVPs through the actual podcast. Right. We've heard his voice. I oh, mean,. Wow. Yeah, I mean, just crazy stuff. So it's it's amazing that you're picking up on that because he has communicated through Jay and through the podcast and and left us messages and just like it's That's it's awesome. very yeah yeah it's very cool. So um, I, I call that showing off. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that That's would a, be dad. That would be showing dad. off. My oh, yeah. dad won American Bandstand uh, in in the '60s. So yeah, that would be my father showing off. I remember that show. <laughs> yeah. That's sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, Valentina, let's shift gears a little bit here, and um, let's talk about um, you know some of the. Um, work that you've done with the authorities and trying to help solve some of these unsolved murders and mysteries that are out there. Can you uh, maybe talk about that a little bit and maybe give me an example or give us an example of maybe a case that you worked on and how you helped out on that case? Okay. So here's the thing. Um, usually the families or neighbors or relatives will contact me in, in regards to crimes or missing persons or things like that. Um, Unfortunately, the police are sticklers a little bit, you know, they're, they're very skeptic. And so um, 
I am still. I have two ongoing um, murders I'm working on, and the families contacted me, and I begged them. I said, please, can I have the detective's number? And they're like, well, they're not really, but we told them you're really good, so they actually want to talk to you. And I was like, oh, thank God. Finally, I might break through now. Mm -hmm. And um, so we just keep missing each other, and I understand, and, you know, Obviously, I just want to give them my information to help. They're obviously not going to talk to me about any or give me anything. You know, if I if I got a picture or anything, that would be fabulous. Um, another case was probably a 20 year old murder case. And I was flown to New York by um, the divers that were diving looking for this girl. And um I had actually been for six months sitting every Saturday and talking to the deceased girl to get clues. And she gave me different things. I actually saw the color of the car she was put in. I felt her being duct taped. I went through everything as her. And then when I got to New York, the weirdest thing happened because I became the murderer. Wow. I thought, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be this girl and, you know, she's going to show me where maybe her body is. And when I got there, I'm standing and pretending to smoke this cigarette and going, they'll never find her. And I'm like, who is like, I became Ooh. him. Hmm. So it was really weird. And I was like, they're never going to find the body. He got away with it. And, you know, so that was an odd situation. Hmm. Unfortunately, um, a lot of the missing person cases don't end the best and right. sometimes the family just wants to know should we keep looking and paying for them to look in helicopters or are they deceased can we just find the body and and that's never you know fun information to have to give and um or i'll follow up and they'll say yeah you were right they are deceased and um you know that that i have a moment where i just like my heart sinks and then i you know, I probably skip dinner and I go to bed and, you know, the, these are so personal. Every one of these, even though they're total strangers, they they really pull on my heartstrings and I want to do what I can for the family because that, you know, it's so important to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, how does that affect you? I, I want to know, like, because I'm sure that um, it, it must take a toll on you all, you know, over time and you probably would have to take a break. I'm sure you can't do it all the time constantly. I mean, explain to me how how do you how do you manage that? Uh how do you, you know, juggle that with your personal life? How, how does that work? Yeah, so 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 if I get the news that they're deceased, you know, my heart just sinks because I, I really want good news, but that's the reality of life. And and then Usually I take a walk outside and I really ponder over everything, you know, because all the work to get to know these people, get to know the deceased, trying to, you know, help them. It, I mean, I feel like the police is like the first 48, you know, it's that race mm -hmm. against time to solve the crime. And, and then, you know, I even see it when I watch the show and then they're like, oh, you know, they're let down. I feel very let down. I, I feel very sad. So it does affect me. It's not just like case closed. Who's next? You know, I really, um, it, it just, yeah, I usually lose my appetite. I, I don't want to eat. I go to bed still thinking about it. And then I talk to the deceased and I'm like, I saw, I'm sorry, I let you down. You know, there's that feeling of letting everyone down. Right. Um, so it, it's pretty heavy, you know, and, and that's why I try to balance my life with a lot of getting away and going to a hotel for a weekend, taking mm -hmm. the RV out, um, mm -hmm. 
I try to reward myself somehow with just something not so heavy, I guess. And 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 sometimes I have to get away from my house because I feel like the, <laughs> it's the same stagnant energy in the house. Yes, yes, yes. New energy, something fun and silly. Disneyland. I used to go to Disneyland all the time. Um, <laughs> you know, just just something to to lighten the load for a bit, and then we roll our sleeves up and start again on Monday. <laughs> how did you How did you kind of find yourself doing that? Like, how was How did you find yourself interacting with? Uh, families looking for someone like what was it that first experience like how did you come across this uh i remember when i first moved to florida in um eight years ago and i got my first case and somebody's like our father fell overboard you know can you help us and so i i stopped everything and just started writing down things and i'm like oh he had a heart attack he fell over um so i was like well this is what happened to him um and he gave me very strange terms he gave me nautical terms there was one that um i i don't even remember it now it's in my notes but it was something that meant like at the bottom of the ocean mm. and i didn't even i've never even vocalized this term and i wrote it down i actually had to google it because i was like what the heck am i saying i don't even know what this is and then i was like whoa this means bottom of the ocean so that's what he's telling me that's where he is um that one was hard, but at least sometimes people just want that closure of what happened, you know, because what's done is done. It's more like, okay. And sometimes people can't afford autopsies. So they will call me and say, do you know what happened to them? Because all of a sudden he was dead. Um, so I have to go back in and get the clues as to what happened. And then the family feels a little bit better. You know, sometimes it is a medical lawsuit and that's, that's very like for me, you know, I have to be careful because right. I'm like, oh, don't go after the hospital. This is what happened. If you do a lawsuit, I mean, I'm not admissible in court. So mm -hmm. this is what happened. Pursue it if you want, but I'm out. You know, it's like don't put right. me into this. Um, and, and then there's missing persons where I'm like, well, the body, there was one in Mexico where I found the body, but it was decomposed. I said, I don't mm. think you're ever going to find it. And so they called off the helicopters. You know, it's I mean, every case is so unique and so different. I really, really love doing crime and missing persons because it, it's it's so different. Each one, mm. you know, and but there is a lot of pressure more yeah. than normal because now we're on a time crunch you know it's we, we've right. got to find these people or whatever so then usually i will just work on all that and forfeit everything else you know if people want readings i'm like i'm sorry i have to work on this case because it becomes 24 hours a day mm -hmm. really yeah. because I, I i don't want to waste time and sometimes i i notice a lot of information comes when i'm sleeping so i get woken up all night uh, mm. I have a notepad right next to me and I'm just <laughs> scribbling and writing and then I go back to sleep and then I wake up and write some more. And then in the morning, there's a whole pad of <laughs> doodles that I have to figure out what did I write because I wrote on top of each other. I don't even know what's there, you know, <laughs> and then I, I make a board and then I start piecing it together. Then I check with the family, you know, to see what evidence I got fits and, and you know, then they bring in the validations and then we can move forward. Very good. Uh, Valentina, uh, another thing I wanted to ask you, um, you know, it's uh, it's 
wonderful that you do that. And it's wonderful that you try to, you know, give back with your abilities. And I think that's very admirable. Um, you know, sometimes people use that, you know, just for their own, you know, yeah. gain and, 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 and whatever it may be, but um, it's, it's a wonderful thing that you're doing that and, and, and helping other people. Um, there's other ways that you also help other people. I've noticed too. Um, you also do cleansings. Um, can you talk to me a little bit about that when you go into somebody's actual living space and do a cleansing for somebody? Yeah. So sometimes people have um, what I call funky energy. <laughs> it is dark, but often yeah. it's just, you know, uh, like a, one I did last month was just basically somebody's relative had stayed at the house and like, I don't know. I don't know if he brought something, but the house just doesn't feel the same. So I was like, okay, I, I drove like an hour there. Wow. Um, yeah. Which is <laughs> it's yeah. a lot. Yeah. Um, and cleanse the house and just kind of what I do is I call it kind of energy manipulation. I'm able to just use my energy, which is very powerful and of the light to manipulate and drive things out and then make it as a, you know, back to them. There was a really nice case where I went to this family and they're like, this little boy is seeing a shadow figure and he mm. won't even sleep in his room. He won't play in his playroom. So I was like, well, that's going to stop. We're going to get this fixed. And so I was able to find the shadow figure and send him away. And then, you know, I love um, updates and I always check up with my clients. And um, I mean, this little boy was sleeping with his parents. You know, he was, he had a beautiful room, beautiful separate playroom with toys. He, he didn't even want to go in there. So when I checked like a week, um, I guess it was only a week later, she's like, he's sleeping in his bed, oh, um, you know, it, so that just like, oh, you know, my heart was just like, yay, mission accomplished. This is this is why I do what I do because of, of wonderful stories like that. Hmm. Yeah. Do you find um, when you do when you go to other people's homes and you're cleansing do things ever tend to follow you? Do you ever have to like make sure your spaces are, are are clean or is it just because you occupy such a space, you usually don't really have to concern yourself too much with that? I don't have any problem. I have no fear anything follows me home. My my space is so sacred and wonderful that, um, I mean, everyone loves it when they come over. I think I just get tired of it because I never leave my house. <laughs> I'm always working so much that I never see the outside. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I've I've gotten it. I mean, in the past, I had several uh, demonic attacks in my house that wreaked havoc and scratches all over me. Mm. But that was when I was open and I didn't understand protection. And since I got protected um and have so many angels around me now they won't even mess with me mm. like literally i they won't even touch me <laughs> like i'm that. so like repulsive to demons <laughs> yeah <laughs> no that's good that's good you want to be like that um exactly. you know yeah valentina if somebody um let's say for instance was feeling like they had some of these type abilities uh maybe uh an inkling of it maybe they 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 see something um, they feel it, what can they do to maybe help them manage it, um, maybe strengthen it, maybe understand it better? What, what what do you recommend them to do? Yes. So every now and then I get a person that's like, oh, I've got all these gifts. You know, first <laughs> you have to determine if 
you need them because if everyone was a psychic, we would have no doctors, no bakers, no anything. So it's not for everyone. It is a 24 hour a day job. Um, it is pretty, you know, pressuring, difficult. I mean, it can affect your family. You know, it's just so think about if you're serious about it, if you just want to use the gifts for yourself, you know, are you trying to make a career out of it? Um, it's it's a lot. So um, I always I mean, I do offer classes to help people strengthen their abilities and things and learn to work with it, at least control it, you know, how mm. to protect yourself, things like that. And then you can determine, yeah, it's not for me. Yeah, maybe I could do it occasionally, maybe for my friends. But the main thing is to find out what your abilities are, what you're capable of, and then what you're ultimately going to use it for. Now, as a medium, because I have the relationship I have with my mother, it's a little different. But but if you're trying to be a medium so that you can talk to grandmother on the other side, mediums are not able to talk to their own members or interact because of the fact that your knowledge will taint the information coming through. You know, you can easily like, oh, well, she always likes strawberries. So is that your own memory or is that your gift? You know, so it's easier for me to go to a total stranger and say stuff because I know nothing about them and I'm not going to be tainted by any information. So that's another thing to keep in mind. If you're trying to be a medium just to talk to someone the other side of your own, it's not going to work. <laughs> it's weird like that, but that's just how. Yeah, no, that's that's interesting how it is weird like that. You know what I mean? Most people don't think that it would be like that, but it, in, in this case it is obviously. So uh, it's amazing, uh, Valentina. I mean, when you, um, you know, you go into these places and, you, you know, you do a cleansing and, you know, you help these people out. Um, do you see maybe sometimes that it's not maybe so much of a paranormal thing or a spiritual thing, but it may be something that they're bringing on their own um, by what they do in their daily life and how they live their life? Maybe so much. Yeah, you know, I have to, I go in there with a very open mind. I'm never judging people because we're mm -hmm. all different. Right. But I also have to start to say, okay, is there any sort of substance abuse, drug abuse, drinking? Um, are these people all in black? <laughs> you know, are they <laughs> Um, Is there light coming into the house? You know, I have right. to also see and start manipulating. And I also make suggestions as to how to make your house more harmonious and let's keep all the baddies out so it's not just um going in and cleansing it's also making sure that people change their habits change their living i do a little <laughs> redecorating because yeah. some of this is bringing all that on so i have to look at everything is there a troubled teenager you know that's got energy so there's a lot of I sit down with the people first and, and really talk and what, what do we want to accomplish? And then I go through, cleanse it. And then I also have to um, make some amendments to make sure that now we keep it this way. But I don't really have time to come back. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> I, I don't like repeat things. That means nobody right. listened to me. Right. If yeah. I can do the one and be done and then move on, because I have a lot of people to help. So when I have to go back over because somebody doesn't listen to my suggestions, you know, it's, mm. it's not good. Yeah. I'm sure it becomes difficult. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, Valentina, um, if you could tell people where they could like maybe find some of your stuff and follow some of your things that you do uh, currently right now. 
Um, okay, yeah, so Instagram at the Danish Medium Valentina, there's Facebook, Psychic Medium Valentina, there's of course my website, um, Psychic Medium Valentina, and that's about it, there's YouTube, I think it's Psychic Medium Valentina on YouTube too, mm -hmm. I'm going to start being more active, I just don't have the time on it. I know, but, yeah, I understand. Yeah. I'm trying to make little videos and things, but you know, it's mm -hmm. just throughout the day, my life is so congested. But oh, yeah, sure. I mean, and then if people want to book, uh, they mm -hmm. can do an in-person reading, texted reading, or a video reading. And I have clients all over the world, and that can be booked online at my website and then, you know, state if it's going to be a video. And then that could be done, and that works just as well. Wonderful. Okay. So yeah, that was one thing I was going to ask as well. Do, can you do these readings over, you know, just, you know, webcam? Well, over the I mean, well, yeah, we have, obviously, we right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we just had, yeah, we had proof right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know what? Are you feeling anything else, Valentina? Anything else come through? Well, I wrote, I wrote down because you. Uh -oh. And I'm, I'm sorry, I had to go to Jake, no. and oh, I'll, then I'll get to to you, William. But um, is there another J name? Uh, my grandfather John <laughs> or my son Jay yeah there's a couple okay because I put other J name here as well so okay um on the other side it would be my grandfather John yeah yeah okay okay so yeah it's not living so okay so okay thanks all right so <laughs> dad is obviously with John um yeah, they're palling around together. And, <laughs> I, and I say that because sometimes people are like, is so-and-so, have they met up? And they haven't met up. Or they've taken off somewhere else in the galaxy. And and yeah. so people don't always meet up and hang out. But, um, okay, so that that's, I know, um, William's feeling left out right now. <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm good, I'm good. I just, I, I just. No. Uh, My family has very strong personalities. Yeah, they yes, they're yeah, like, yeah. let me at him, let me at him. Right, yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm not, for, for you, William, I'm not um, right now getting anyone from the other side. And I always say that doesn't mean they're not wanting to talk to you. I'm just, nobody's pressing through. Yeah. But yeah. I do feel like some, uh, what they're showing me is like motion. And when I get motion, it's usually because either travel or there's going to be some changes coming for William. I feel like some things are um being shifted out and shifted in, which means that um does that make any sense, William? Is there anything that that is no not right now. Not right now. There's something being okay. Mm -mm. All right. Then let me see if there's a time frame for that because everything's pretty stagnant stagnant for me right now. <laughs> it seems yeah. like it is, I don't know. <laughs> <clears throat> okay hmm. okay i'm i'm hearing like new edition now new edition wow. could be um a person it could be an animal it could be um sometimes people are renovating and there's like an addition being put on there but there is some sort of new energy that's going to be coming in okay. um let me um and maybe that is the is happening because you have been so stagnant for so long that it, mm. it's almost like the universe is saying, you know what, we're we're gonna stir and mix things up a little bit. 
So just be aware, so, something new. I really cannot pinpoint what is going to happen yet, but there is something new that is going to be, might be unexpected. And it is the good. The podcast I speak... gets syndicated in 48 different states. <laughs> yes, 40 <laughs> languages. No. Yeah. Um, um, but it is, it is, I will say it is unexpected and it is positive. So at least I'll leave it at that. So that's um, good. You're not panicking or anything, no, but there will no, be no. something new. Just keep me updated. It, it almost feels like you. Yes, uh, it feels like you will be surprised about this. So this is a good thing. Okay, okay. all right. That's all. Yeah. All right. Well, all right. Valentino, thank you. I mean, this yeah. is wonderful. I mean, this is such a gift for us. Uh, I know for Jay a lot. I mean, Jay. Yes, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> it means so, it means a lot to him. I know it does. I know oh, you're it does. welcome. It was an yeah. honor. Yeah, no, it means a lot to both of us, and we thank you so much. And we uh, let everybody know, of course, go to a uh, psychic medium, ValentinaMarie.com. Go there if you want to go ahead and book a reading. Not Marie. Just oh, I'm sorry. Psychic medium, psychic Valentina. medium Valentina. <laughs> dot com. Excuse dot me. Com. I'm sorry. Yes, dot com. And uh, go ahead in there and uh, book, please, an appointment. If you want to know a little bit about something in your life and you need a little bit of a guidance, go yeah. there and check it out. And I'm sure she'll be more than happy to help out. Valentina, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank we really you. appreciate it. It was such a pleasure. We, I mean, I could go on for another hour. I mean, this is great. Uh, thank you so much. And we'll have to have you on again in the future, please. Aw, love you guys. All right. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you. Thank All you right. Thank you. Have a good night. Here you go, Jay. Uh, interesting interview with Mrs. Valentina Marie, huh? Very right? Yeah. I mean, what? Ah, oh, man. She was on the point. She was on point, Jay. I mean. If there was one thing my dad would, would say, it would be. Yeah. That we look alike. Mm-hmm. That would always be his. So he told everybody. Not only that, Jay. I mean, think about it. Remember the last family outing that you went to? You went to your, uh, what was it, your nephew's? I went to my nephew's wedding. Wedding. And what did everybody say? That it looked like my father. There you go. Case yeah. closed, my mom. Oh, my God, you look just like him. I'm like, no shit. Case closed. I know. I said, I said the other day, I was standing in front of the mirror. And yeah. it's funny, my dad, when he would get out of bed, you know, he had that whole mirrored wall. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It, my mom would tell me he would always get out of bed and sit there and look at himself and go, you know, I look more and more like the old man every day. And they'd start his day. And it's usually I stand on a scale and I look up and I see myself in the mirror and I say, like, yeah, I look just yep. like him every, yep. every day. I look more and more. I really do. I talk like him. I act like him. I, I really, it's weird. <laughs> and it's weird, but it's good. It's weird. And I'm it's not surprised. Thing, not surprised at all. Not at all. Not at all. I knew if anybody was going to come through tonight, it was going to be your dad. dad. And Chucker, the show off, the show off showed off. Oh, Lord. (laughs) What? Uh, Well, anyways, uh, everybody can uh, listen to that podcast. It was great. And of course, you can follow all our stuff at darkfringeradio.com. And uh, that's it. Uh, Wonderful, Jay. That's it. Anything else to say to, uh, to to the listeners and watchers of tonight? Nice you know, usually, usually I've, I've got all kinds of words, and I think you're less speechless. I got nothing, man. I got nothing. Yeah. I got yeah. nothing. Well, I cried. That's a, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Well, guys, uh, thanks for joining us on another edition of Dark Fringe Radio. We appreciate it. Uh, 
make sure you listen to all our stuff and catch all our stuff on our website, darkfringeradio.com. And uh, make sure check us out on YouTube. Uh, we need it. Uh, make sure you subscribe and uh, like all our stuff on there. We really appreciate it. Uh, for Jay Galosi, I'm Will Martinez. Thanks for joining us on another edition of Dark Fringe Radio. We'll see you guys again next week. Boom.